Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's coverage from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up today, financial troubles at the University of Arizona. The U of A's Threat Assessment Management Team finally gets a director. And an election skeptic on the Cochise County Board of Supervisors is raising money for his legal defense. First in the news, the University of Arizona is now entering its worst fiscal year since 2013, forcing university leadership to re-examine financial priorities. Officials told the Board of Regents Thursday the university has only 97 days of cash on hand, well below the 110-day minimum needed for healthy financial status. Regent Fred Duvall said that was a wake-up call. We've got to turn this around. And if that means that we need to postpone the salary increases, if that means we need to look at retirement, these are tough choices with people we care about that are fundamental to the institution. We will have your back on some of these hard choices. The UA has until December 15th to submit a plan to restore cash levels and ensure better financial planning. The University of Arizona's Threat Assessment Management Team finally has a new director. Dr. Jesse Semen is planning to implement safety changes but also wants campus-wide training. What I hope to roll out in the next year is, is getting folks on our campus really aware and educated about what is targeted violence, how do we prevent it, um, and then what are some of the skills that we can use to make our workplaces safer and healthier. The threat assessment management team has been the subject of community backlash since last year's shooting death of department head Tom Meixner. Since then, many faculty and staff have said the team's fractured structures led to a system ill-equipped to handle targeted violence. The UA has since instituted new guidelines for the team as well as a full-time director. University of Arizona football fans are celebrating a milestone. The Associated Press ranked the Wildcats the 23rd best team in the country yesterday. As Tony Perkins reports, it's the first time that U of A football has appeared in the national top 25 in the last six years. The ranking comes after the Wildcats defeated UCLA 27-10 Saturday night. The win was Arizona's sixth of the season, and that means the Wildcats qualify for postseason play. It's the first time that's happened since 2017. Head coach Jed Fish notes Arizona has three games left to improve its record even more. We're not content with where we are. Our goal is to be better next Saturday. The Wildcats broke into the Associated Press Top 25 ahead of rivals Southern California and UCLA, which both dropped out of the poll this week. I'm Tony Perkins, AZPM News. An environmental advocacy group says Tucson Electric Power's plan to reduce greenhouse gas emissions poses a risk to ratepayers. Katya Mendoza has more. TEP's tentative plan aims to reach net zero emissions by 2050, but a proposed natural gas plant seems counterintuitive, according to Alex Ruthier with Western Resource Advocates. He says building more natural gas doesn't seem like the right direction. The, the lifetime of a natural gas unit is, is like 40 plus years. And so you, you run the risk of creating stranded assets in your system where they are going to build a plant and before they can collect the money owed to them for building the plant, the plant will become obsolete. 
Ruthier says the advocacy group wants the utility company to reach its decarbonization goals and consider the public health impacts of natural gas. Those plants are, are emitting a whole slew of other air pollutants that are dangerous to human health. So you want to make sure that the air that we're breathing in Arizona is clean and that we're keeping families healthy and that we're controlling bills. The advocacy group is working with the company to independently model additional decarbonization scenarios. The Arizona Corporation Commission will make an assessment of TEP's plan by August 2024. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. Cochise County Supervisor Tom Crosby is asking the public for help with his legal fees. Last week, it was revealed Crosby was subpoenaed by a grand jury. Crosby was the only Cochise County supervisor who did not vote to certify the 2022 election after a court ordered the board to do so. Crosby confirmed with Arizona Public Media that he set up a fundraiser on the online platform Give, Send, Go with the goal of raising $100,000 to cover legal fees. As of this afternoon, Crosby has raised $847 of that goal. The supervisor wrote on the fundraising page that if he's indicted, he expects to go to trial and be stuck with tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars of court costs and legal fees. Arizona's attorney general has previously cautioned Crosby's conduct in regards to potential open meeting law violations. The Department of Justice is partnering with the Colorado River Indian tribes, known as CRIT, for a new project that looks to address domestic violence cases. The project, which uses an $830,000 grant from the Department of Justice, aims to help prosecute domestic violence and sexual assaults that take place on tribal land. These cases are often hampered by jurisdictional issues between state, tribal, and federal governments. The grant provides money for CRIT to hire a tribal special assistant U.S. attorney to work alongside the U.S. Attorney's Office in Arizona on cases in federal court. Border Patrol agents in Naco, Arizona, arrested a school bus driver suspected of smuggling migrants on a school bus. Danielle Kamara tells us about that. Tucson Sector Chief John Maudlin posted photos over the weekend showing a school bus with a camouflage pack on the bench and the bus driver on the bus with his face blurred out. Agents arrested the driver, a U.S. citizen, on October 31st after border camera operators observed four unauthorized migrants boarding the bus. Officials are not releasing the name of the driver or the school district he works for, but said the bus was returned to the school district. I'm Danielle Kamara. AZPM News. Renters in Arizona are finding their average cost has doubled since 2005. There are groups that are working to find solutions to the renting crisis. One of those groups is the Tucson Tenants Union. It's an organization bringing together renters and groups to push back against what founder and director Zyra Livier sees as oppression in the housing market. Livier says the organization becomes more important as multifamily housing is bought up by groups operating on a national level. What we've seen mostly is that these apartment complexes, they get sold and the, the new company wants to do some renovations or just wants to do a blanket raising of the rent. And they're not going stepwise. They're just lifting those. She says big companies are taking away Tucson's much-needed affordable housing. To hear more from Southern Arizona's rental market, check out last week's episode of The Buzz, which you can find on our website, azpm.org.
The holiday season is approaching and some Cochise County food banks are struggling to find enough food and money to meet the need. Summer Hom reports. Nell Warden, the director of the Wilcox Community Food Pantry, says that the cost of food has nearly doubled from last year. For example, she used to be able to buy a can of cranberry sauce for a dollar. And now I, I looked at it the other day and it was like two dollars. So that's just something that we will have to leave out because we just can't afford to do it. Warden is concerned about being able to provide enough holiday meals of turkey and stuffing. We figure that our holiday funding will run us anywhere between probably this year twenty-five dollars to $30,000. Warden says she sees between 200 to 300 families a week. In Wilcox, I'm Summer Hom, AZPM News. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back tomorrow.